Hey everybody, it's Julia. It is my last podcast of 2020. And today I wanted to talk about self-talk. Like we all talk to ourselves and maybe sometimes it's out loud in front of the mirror or if you're me out loud in the grocery store without realizing you're doing it as you, you know, ponder which salad dressing to buy. But most often, in fact constantly, you have an inner dialogue that runs throughout the day, all day, every second of every day. And with every thought you feed yourself, you are either building yourself up or tearing yourself down. And negative self-talk can become so habitual that we don't even realize we're doing it. And human nature, unfortunately, is prone to negative self-talk, including broad and false generalizations like, I can't do anything right, or I'm a failure, or I'm not good enough, or nobody cares about me. And we start to believe these things and we sell ourselves short because we subconsciously believe that these false thoughts are true. But once you become aware of your inner voice and the power it has, you can start to regulate it and veer it towards more positive thoughts. And then through deliberate effort, and I mean very deliberate effort that needs to be consistent over an extended period of time, you can learn to consistently communicate positively with yourself. And you'll notice that the positivity will manifest in your life and you will become more confident and more motivated and hopefully happier. Your outlook on yourself and therefore in your life will become better when you learn to speak to yourself more kindly. There's a quote I love by Paulo Coelho and it says something like, when you become better yourself, everything around you becomes better too. And that's because when you improve, your outlook on life improves. So positive self-talk really can change your life. Ruth Fischel, and I don't know exactly who that is, but she is a researcher, said that brainwave tests prove that when we use positive words, our feel-good hormones flow. Positive self-talk releases endorphins and serotonin in our brain, which then flow throughout our body, making us feel good. And these neurotransmitters stop flowing when we use negative words. So that's really interesting. Positive self-talk really makes you feel good physically and emotionally. And Dennis Waitley, who is a popular motivational speaker and author, said the most important key to the permanent enhancement of self-esteem is the practice of positive inner talk. Now, I don't know much about Dennis or Ruth, but I know enough about the effects of self-talk to know that what they're saying is totally true. Regarding positive self-talk, we don't even need to discuss it because it's positive, so there is no issue with positive self-talk. The more, the better, and I kind of don't even care if it's true. Like, maybe you are not actually a rock star, but if it's positive and you want to tell yourself that, I love it. You know, the more positive self-talk is the better, and it's what I want for you, because I totally believe that we create our lives based on our thoughts. So the problem I see with negative self-talk, and to be clear, negative self-talk is usually more like a thought because we usually just say it in our heads rather than out loud. And so when I say self-talk, I'm referring to the thoughts you have directed at yourself. Anyway, negative self-talk brings me to my favorite acronym, TEAR, T-E-A-R, our thoughts, i.e. our inner self-talk, creates our emotions, our emotions drive our actions, and our actions create our results. So long acronym short, the bottom line is that our thoughts create the results we produce in our lives. 
You know, we create our results in life based on our thoughts. And if those thoughts are consistently negative, we're going to create consistently negative results. For example, if I'm constantly telling myself, oh, I am so stupid, then I'm going to feel down about myself and I'll start believing that I'm actually dumb. And then I may not work as hard in school or at work because I'll figure what's the point. I'm so stupid. It won't make any difference. And the result is going to be that I'll get bad grades or I won't be promoted at work, which will then perpetuate the belief that I'm so dumb. And then I've created the results based on the thought. And this is what happens. But it's more likely that I'm not actually dumb and that I just picked that thought up somewhere and I made it seem true because I believed it. And then I created a life that showed me those results. Our subconscious mind doesn't know what's true and what's not. So additionally, when we think a negative thought frequently enough, it can soak into our subconscious mind and it becomes a limiting belief, which is a belief we have about ourselves that's usually not true, but it limits our, it limits us and it limits our lives and it limits our happiness and it limits what we can think we can accomplish in our lives. So circling back to this same example, let's say that I have a limiting belief that I'm so dumb, which sounds so mean when I'm saying it out loud right now, right? But this is a common core belief that people have. So let's say I've told myself this so frequently that it's soaked into my subconscious mind and my subconscious mind loves to be right and it's going to look for validation and proof that I am in fact so dumb and my subconscious mind will notice things that back that thought up and even twist things around and read into things that aren't even there to confirm that I'm so dumb. So if you haven't already done it, you can go listen to my first two podcast episodes on the subconscious mind to get a refresher on how our subconscious mind helps us believe that our limiting beliefs are true. It looks for validation that our limiting beliefs are true. So you might go listen to those. So unfortunately, negative self-talk can be habitual and it happens so frequently that it feels normal to us. And so a lot of us don't even realize that we're engaging in negative self-talk and we don't realize that the way we're talking to ourselves or thinking about ourselves is leading to the exact outcome that we fear. Our thoughts influence our feelings and this creates our behavior and actions and we create the results that we don't want when we talk to ourselves negatively. Um, And additionally, people who frequently engage in negative self-talk tend to be more stressed. And this is in large part due to the fact that they're, like I said, they're creating a life experience where they don't think they have the ability to reach their goals. And they feel like they're always falling short and it can cause people to overlook opportunities that they would have taken otherwise, but they're afraid they wouldn't perform well because they just don't think they can they can perform at that level. And other consequences of ne- negative self-talk, I mean there's so many negative self negative consequences of negative self-talk. But some of the consequences are just limited thinking because the more you tell yourself you can't do something, the more you believe it. Or you know, veering towards perfectionism, thinking that things have to be done perfectly. And so that we shouldn't even try to do things because we know that we wouldn't be able to perform it perfectly. And this isn't to be confused with someone who's a high achiever because real type A personalities tend to fare better than perfectionists because they're generally less stressed and are happy with a job well done, even if it's not perfect. 
Uh, research has shown that negative self-talk can lead to feelings of depression and this can really be damaging and it can cause relationship challenges also because maybe the self-criticism you constantly put out makes you seem needy or insecure and then you're looking for other people to fulfill you and that can exhaust your and tax your relationships and your negative self-talk can turn into negative habits that are hard for other people to be around and also it's hard to listen to negativity all day um and one of the most obvious and the most obvious drawbacks of negative self-talk is that it's not positive and this sounds simplistic but research has shown that positive self-talk is a really great predictor of success and there's been a lot of research about athletes who practice positive self-talk and the positive results they have versus the contrary. So one of the hard parts about negative self-talk is that it often goes unchallenged. Like after all, it's in your head, so other people can't hear what you're telling yourself, and so they can't point out the flaws in your thinking. And we don't even notice that we do it to ourselves because we do it so often, we think it's just true, that what we're telling ourselves is the truth about us. But self-talk matters a lot and it's hard to keep track of. It's so nebulous and it's so constant. We can't control our conscious thoughts very well because we all have a constant commentary in our heads that never stops. Like, even right now, listen to yourselves as you're listening to me right now, and I think you'll notice that your mind is still going, a running commentary on what you're listening to. So one way to determine if you have negative self-talk is if you feel down or discouraged more often than you'd like, then it's my guess that your inner dialogue is negative. And in order to determine what sort of self-talk you engage in, try really paying attention to what you're saying about yourself and what you believe about yourself and your abilities. And this will allow you to analyze what kind of thoughts you are feeding yourself. So once you've determined what your self-talk sounds like, you can work on turning your inner voice into a fan rather than a critic. Deliberate and consistent positive self-talk is what we want to aim for. And if you put forth that deliberate effort long enough, it will become habitual. Then these new positive thoughts will soak into your subconscious mind and it will become a new core belief. And I want you to notice that I didn't say limiting belief because a positive core belief helps you rather than hurt you the way a limiting belief does. Positive core beliefs don't limit you in any way they empower you. So positive self-talk isn't about deception or lying to yourself. Like, I can tell myself that I look like a supermodel all day long, but that's never going to be true. The most effective positive self-talk is about recognizing the truth about yourself, the truth about situations. And one of the fundamental truths in life is that you will make mistakes. So to expect perfection in yourself or anyone else or in any situation, is unrealistic to expect no difficulties in life whether through your own actions or brought on by circumstances is unrealistic so positive self-talk is a skill you develop as you gain a greater understanding of an appreciation for perspective you know understanding how life really works and what life is really about and that it's going to bring challenges and when you can really adjust your perspective to align with what life is really like, you're able to see hope and optimism in a situation. And most of all, you're able to see yourself as you actually are, 
full of potential and gifts and talents and hopefully full of excitement for what you can create in your life. So ideally, your positive self-talk would be realistic and you wouldn't have to tell yourself things like, I'm perfect or nothing bad ever happens to me. But instead, you can send messages to yourself like, I am working on becoming the best version of myself or I have the strength to navigate life's challenges or even just I trust myself. That one is huge. So many people don't trust themselves. So we think so many things about ourselves that aren't even true, like we think we're too fat or too dumb or too clumsy or too awkward, when it's likely that none of those things are true. We are constantly judging ourselves based on metrics that don't define our worth. In fact, a lot of self-talk comes from limiting beliefs that we picked up when we were children. And we just heard these things said about us or thought them so often that we picked up on something that maybe we picked up on something in an intense situation and now we automatically believe those things and live our lives as if they're true like oh that's just who i am but do you really want to live your adult life based on something you accepted as true when you were a four-year-old or an eight-year-old because that's the age when we eternalize a lot of our limiting beliefs and these beliefs usually are not true. If it limits you, it's not true. So maybe it's time to examine some of the things we tell ourselves, consider where we pick those ideas up and start letting go of the thoughts that don't serve us. So it can be really helpful to question what you hear yourself saying to yourself. Like take the thought you might have, like the one I used before, like, oh, I'm so dumb. And ask yourself, like, are you overreacting? to a situation and making things out to be worse than they really are? Are you being harsh with yourself? Is what you're saying truthful? Recognizing the flaws in your thinking is the first step in changing your negative thoughts into more positive ones. Awareness of the negative self-talk is an essential step and is the first step, like I said, because if you're not aware of what you're doing, there's no way to fix it. So. One technique I frequently use with clients is to first notice how they talk to themselves, which means notice how they think about themselves and notice what they believe about themselves. And when they catch themselves thinking something about themselves that's negative, like, oh, you're so dumb, to stop, to stop in that thought and ask yourself, is that true? Am I so dumb? Like, why do I think I'm so dumb? And really explore the thought and really challenge the thought. Um, Question it and then challenge it and that's how you make the steps to change it. A true and real thought will stand up to the challenge. But if you question a false thought with enough scrutiny, it will disintegrate. You know, a false thought cannot withstand consistent scrutiny. So changing a thought pattern is like creating a new habit and transitioning your negative self-talk into positive self-talk will take conscious effort and a lot of time and a lot of practice, but it is worth the effort because like it or not, everything you say to yourself matters and your inner critic is not harmless. It inhibits you and it limits you and it stops you from pursuing the life you truly want to live. It robs you of peace of mind and of emotional well-being And if left unchecked long enough, it can contribute to a lot of more serious problems like relationship issues, 
depression, anxiety, you know, things we discussed before. So it's really worth the effort to resolve this and to work on it and to change it. So noticing and challenging negative self-talk is the first couple steps in eliminating it. But there are a few more tactics you can try if you want to get really serious about this work. And I think you should get really serious about this work. So in a recent study, um, researchers found that how you talk to yourself can make a difference. Like how you talk to yourself, not just what you say, but how you say it to yourself. So for example, if you're having trouble speaking positively to yourself, they found that it can be helpful to talk to yourself in third person, like he or she, and use your name rather than referring to yourself as I or me. So this shift can give you the emotional distance you need to kind of process the behavior and emotions a little more objectively. And it might feel weird and uncomfy. Like for me to say to myself, I am crushing it right now on this podcast. Like, listen to me. So professional. Good for me. I'm helping so many people. High five to myself. Now, yeah, that's going to come off a teensy bit awkward. But instead of doing that, we can switch to third person, which would sound also like awkward for me to do this out loud for you all to listen to it but I want you guys to do it and guess what it's okay if it feels awkward like I would be like oh my gosh Julia is doing so awesome I'm laughing right now she is doing such a good job on this podcast Julia is really helping a lot of people understand these important concepts good for her high five to her So speaking about myself in third person makes it sound like I have my own cheerleading squad backing myself up which I love and you could try it second person like you are so like looking at yourself in the mirror would be a great place to try this you are so strong and smart you know say talk to yourself literally out loud not just in your head i actually challenge you to say nice things about yourself every time you look in the mirror because things sink in better and faster when you say them out loud particularly to yourself so Another way to promote positive self-talk is to treat yourself as you would a friend. I mean, you hear people say this all the time, but I should do an entire podcast episode or even entire podcast series called Treat Yourself Like a Friend because there are so many important things that happen when we treat ourselves like a friend. I mean, most of us would never deliberately treat a friend poorly. Like we would never speak unkindly to them on purpose or try to make them feel bad about themselves. Yet we do this to ourselves every day. So can you imagine talking to a friend and saying like a friend is like, oh, I, you know, I applied for this job. I hope I get it. And you would say to the friend, oh my gosh, you applied for that job. Like that is so crazy. You are way too dumb for that job. And your outfit probably looked so lame you have no chance of getting that job. Like, what were you even thinking? Now, I'm going to be honest, that hurts me to even say that out loud as an example. But these are the types of things we tell ourselves all day long. You know, it sounds crazy to say it out loud, but it's even more damaging when we say it inside of our heads to ourselves. Uh, Robert T. Kiyosaki said, it's not what you say out of your mouth that determines your life. It's what you whisper to yourself that has the most power. And I think that's totally true. You know, and positive self-talk doesn't just impact our own mental and emotional and physical well-beings. It can affect our relationships because when we're able to see the good in ourselves, we're more likely to see the good in others and we're more likely to see the good in the world. So here is just a summary of a few things to help change the direction of your self-talk. 
So listen to what you're saying to yourself and notice what your inner voice is saying. Notice if it's positive or negative and challenge your negative self-talk. Ask yourself things like, is there actual evidence for what I'm thinking? What would I say to a friend if a friend were in a similar situation? And can I do anything to change what I'm feeling bad about? Is that thought true? Why do I think that? And then change your self-talk. Get clear on more positive things about yourself. And instead of saying, oh, I'll never be smart enough for blank, you know, for dot, dot, dot. Say, I can learn whatever I need with this, um, with enough study to learn whatever I need to know so that I can be successful in this, you know, like talk yourself through it, challenge the thought and replace it with a positive and more true thought. So bottom line, as Brene Brown said, talk to yourself like you would someone you love. Positive self-talk is just treating yourself and speaking to yourself with the love and grace and compassion and kindness that you would show to somebody else. So remembering to take into consideration your good qualities and all of your potential versus focusing only on your faults. And it doesn't have to be fake or overly sweet or over the top. You don't have to lie to yourself. I mean, you're probably not the best at anything in the whole wide world. Like you are probably not literally a rock star. So it wouldn't feel true if you tried to tell yourself that, but try a more balanced and realistic approach to self-talk that is filled with compassion and generosity. And when you catch yourself in a negative thought, stop, challenge it. Ask yourself, is it true? The answer is gonna be no, it's not true. And replace it with something more positive, like, oh, I'm just feeling insecure today, or, oh, I just, somebody told me that when I was eight years old, I believed it, and I forget sometimes that that's not true anymore. The truth is, I'm totally capable, and I have potential to create whatever life I want. Positive, constant self-talk is the key to eliminate the negative self-talk. So... Buddha said, the mind is everything, what you think you become. So let's tell ourselves what we want to be, who we want to be, who we know we could be. And the truth is, that's probably who you already are. We just have a hard time letting ourselves believe it. So consider that you're already awesome and start to do the work to let your thoughts and behavior align with that possibility. And I want to thank you guys for listening and I look forward to connecting soon.